storm of burden in my life Every time I am troubled by A storm of burden in my life It alleviates my pain Habibi Ya Rasulullah It alleviates my pain Habibi Ya Rasulullah Habibi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وبارك وسلم we are going to precisely describe the exclusive qualities of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in connection of his highly esteemed spiritual station the first peculiar characteristic of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that he is the only prophet for whom a pledge of loyalty and pledge of allegiance was taken in alamul arwah in the world of spirits no pledge of loyalty was taken for any other prophet or messenger every prophet and messenger took the pledge of loyalty to almighty allah to fulfill his own duty but holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the only messenger that every prophet and messenger was compulsorily asked to take oath to believe in his prophethood whenever the time comes it is stated in surah ali imran verse 81 wa id auz billahi minash shaitanir rajim wa id akhazallahu mithaqan nabiyyin it is stated in the holy quran that one when almighty allah oh my beloved recall the time when allah took a firm covenant from the prophets وَإِذْ أَخَذَ اللَّهُ مِيثَاقَ النَّبِيِّينَ لَمَا آتَيْتُكُمْ مِنْ كِتَابٍ وَحِكْمَةٍ ثُمَّ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعَكُمْ لَتُؤْمِنُنَّ بِهِ وَلَتَنْصُرُنَّهُ قَالَ أَأَقْرَرْتُمْ وَأَخَذْتُمْ عَلَى ذَلِكُمْ إِسْرِي قَالُوا أَقْرَرْنَا قَالَ فَاشْهَدُوا وَأَنَا مَعَكُمْ مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ Almighty Allah says O beloved recall the time when Allah took a firm covenant a pledge of allegiance from the prophets when i give you the book and this was the covenant almighty allah said when i give you the book and wisdom and then there comes to you the messenger who is exalted in glory above all and who shall validate the books you will have with you so at that time you shall then most certainly believe in him and most surely help him after this covenant allah said do you affirm and on this condition hold fast to me this is my heavy covenant all 
spirits of messengers and prophets all submitted to almighty allah and they said we affirm o almighty allah and allah said then bear witness then and i am also with you among the witnesses this was the first covenant taken by almighty allah from each and every prophet and messenger in the world of spirits the same is reported by sayyidina ali and abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and in the commentary of the same verse qatada at-tabi and as-suddi al-kabir and imam hasan al-basri and tawus and many other tabi'in say as reported by imam tabari and ibn kasir and other ahlu tafsir they say that ma ba'atha allahu nabiyyan min al-anbiya min ladunnu illa akhadha misaqahu la yu'minanna bi muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa la yansurannahu in kharaja bihum ahya they said the companions and their followers said that there was not a single prophet and messenger who was raised in this world right from sayyidina nu to sayyidina isa alislam that almighty allah took this covenant from each and every prophet and messenger that if you were alive and my prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is raised then you would be bound to believe in him and to help him in his mission so this was the first exclusive quality of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the second quality of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was that all people of book ahlul kitab the jews and christians and bani israel and all other nations of prophets they used to read the qualities and attributes of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it is reported in quran in surah araf verse number 57 الذين يتبعون الرسول النبي الامي الذي يجدونه مكتوبا عندهم في التوراه والانجيل they are the people who follow the messenger the prophet titled as al ummi an ummi means who imparts to the people from allah the news of unseen and knowledge and secrets of socio economic disciplines of life without himself being taught by any human in this world this kind of person is known as al ummi who receives all knowledge directly from allah and he does not receive the knowledge from any of the worldly sources this is the meaning of al ummi so almighty allah said that whose eminent attributes and exquisite powers these people find written in the torah and injil those people used to find holy prophets attributes and his descriptions and his mentioning of his qualities in the books of torah and injil before much thousand years before when he was raised rather it is stated that wakanu min qablu 
يستفتحون على الذين كفروا فلما جاءهم ما عرفوا كفروا به This is mentioned in verse number 89 Surah Al-Baqarah It is stated and when the book the Quran came to them from Allah which validates that book Torah which was with them whereas before this they themselves used to pray for victory over the disbelievers through the intermediation of the last prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam before the raising of the prophet the jews and ahlul kitab used to intermediate through holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam for the victory over the non believers then the third thing is that holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was blessed with prophethood before sayyidina adam alaihi salam was physically created in this world holy prophet was prophet before the physical creation of sayyidina adam alaihi salam this is the third exclusive attribute of holy prophet it is reported by irbaz bin sariya radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu and this hadith which i am quoting has been related by imam ahmad bin hanbal in his musnad and imam bukhari in his at-tarikh and imam hakim in mustadrak and ibn hibban in his as-sahih and imam bazzar in musnad and tabarani in al-mu'jam and ibn sa'd and imam behaqi through different chains of authority holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says inni indallahi la khatamun nabiyyin wa inna adama la munjalidun fi tinatihi i was declared the last prophet by almighty allah even at that time when adam was in the process of his physical constitution and again hazrat maisara al fajr radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu a great companion he says qultu ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mata kunta nabiyya these are the words and this hadith is quoted by imam ahmad in musnad and imam hakim in mustadrak and this hadith is sahih and imam zahabi had also considered the this hadith as sahih holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was asked mata kunta nabiyya ya rasulullah when were you made prophet when did your prophethood start holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said wa adamu bainar ruh wal jasad i was prophet when adam alaihi salatu wasalam was during the process of his physical constitution i was prophet and abu huraira radhiyallahu ta'ala no reports qalu ya rasulullah mata wajabat lakan nubuwwah when were you appointed as prophet when your appointment as prophet did take place holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam replied wa adamu bainar ruh wal jasad i was appointed as prophet when adam alaihi salam was in the process of his physical constitution physical making and this hadith is again reported by imam tirmizi in siyasita in his sunan and imam hakim says that this hadith is sahih so this was another exclusive attribute of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he used to be prophet 
he was appointed as prophet and he was prophet in existence when sayyidina adam alayhi salam was during the process of his physical making then comes the next aspect about the prophethood and messengership of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam's prophethood and messengership was not for a specific tribe or it was not for his own ummah i means the ummah al muslima holy prophet's messengership was declared for the whole of mankind it is stated whereas holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said all other prophets were used to be raised towards specific tribes they were used to be raised towards specific people towards specific communities towards specific nations holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said it is reported by abu dhar radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu he said boisto ila al-ahmar wal aswad holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said reported by jabir bin abdullah radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu in bukhari and muslim it is muttafaq alay hadith holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said kana kullu nabiyyin yub'asu ila qaumihi khassa wa boisto ila kulli abyad wa ahmar every prophet and every rasul was raised toward a specific nation specific tribe specific country whereas when raising of my raising appeared my was raised for every white and black living in this universe holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said fuddiltu alal anbiya bi sittin again related by imam muslim in as-sahih that i have been provided a peculiar characteristic and superiority to the prophets and messengers with specially six things one of them is ursiltu ilal khalqi kafa that i have been raised by almighty allah and sent for the whole of creation and for the whole of mankind whereas all other prophets were raised for specific nations and tribes so this is the generality of the messengership of holy prophet it was stated in holy quran wama arsalnaka illa kafatan linnas bashiran wa nazira o my beloved prophet we have raised you and we have sent you as a messenger to the whole of mankind and holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam addressed the mankind it is mentioned in quran qul ya ayuhan nas inni rasulullah ilaykum jamia and it was declared wama arsalnaka illa rahmatan lil alamin we have sent you as a mercy for the whole world for the whole mankind and for the whole universe then another exclusive attribute of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam which was never shared by anybody else even by any prophet and messenger was that almighty allah promised him that unless you are present in the ummah i will never send the worldly punishment and azab on the earth the azab the punishment which was used to be sent to the nations as it was sent on the nation of hazrat nuh 
as sent on the nation of Firaun, as it was sent on the nation of Shuaib, as it was sent on the nation of Saleh, and it was sent on the nation of Hud, as it was sent on the nation of Lut, alayhi musalam. This was the sunnah of Almighty Allah when they became disobedient, when they became extreme in their opposition and enmity with the prophets, Almighty Allah caught them with a great punishment. But He promised with Holy Prophet This is my promise, my beloved Prophet, till you would be in this world, I will suspend the sending of punishment on these people. So Holy Prophet because of his existence and presence, every kind of worldly punishment was removed. Then another divine arrangement, another special attribute of Holy Prophet a special and exclusive divine arrangement was made for the Holy Prophet and a guaranteed protection was granted to his deen. The book revealed on Holy Prophet ﷺ, Quran was divinely protected till the day of judgment. And not only his book of Quran, rather his sunnah and hadith has been granted with divine protection till the day of judgment. Not a single divinely revealed book on any prophet and messenger was protected in his letter and spirit. There were amendments and corruptions and distortions as well as every divinely revealed book was concerned. But the Quran was protected divinely from every kind of distortion, every kind of corruption and every kind of amendment in the text. And the same divine protection has been granted to the sunnah and hadith of Holy Prophet The hadith are being reported and transmitted through a reliable chains of authority from generation to generation and 1500 years have passed. This arrangement was never made for the sunnah and hadith of any prophet or any messenger. Then another exclusive attribute to the Holy Prophet was given. It was stated first, And his deen was made complete and perfected. Today, we have completed your deen for you. And today we have perfected our blessing onto you. And we have chosen Islam as the religion sent by Almighty Allah for the mankind. Next, beautiful attribute, exclusive attribute of Holy Prophet وسلم, which was never shared with any prophet and any messenger raised by Almighty Allah and that was that Almighty Allah swears by the life of Holy Prophet Muhammad in Quran. He takes oath of the life of Holy Prophet Almighty Allah swears by your life and he says La'amruka Oh my beloved Prophet, I swear by your life. This is what Allah says. I swear by your life. Abdullah ibn Abbas says, 
and the same has been related by Abu Hurairah radiyallahu ta'ala anhu they say ma halafallahu subhanahu bi hayat ahadin illa bi hayat sayyidina muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wasallam the companions say that almighty allah has never ever sworn by the life of any of the prophets and messenger except the life of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam then next distinctive and exclusive attribute was provided to holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the form that not only allah swears by his life the next attribute is that almighty allah swears by his city of birth the city of makkah where he was born the city of makkah where he was brought up and the city of makkah where he 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 walks in the streets almighty allah swears by their city of makkah just for the sake of holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he never swears by the city of any other prophet he never swears by the city of nu he never swears by the city of ibrahim he never swears by the city of musa he never swears by the city of isa the quds but when comes the matter of makkah he swears the city of by the he swears by city of makkah not just because there is kaaba and house of allah he does not swear makkah because this is city is the place of hajj and pilgrimage he does not swear by makkah just because there is al hajarul aswad he does not swear by makkah just there is a safa and marwa he does not swear by makkah that in its vicinity there is arafat and there is muzdalifa and there is mina he says my prophet my beloved what i have to do why would i swear by the cities why would i swear by the mountains why would i swear by the streets i swear this city of makkah only for the reason that you were born here and you live here la uqsimu bihazal balad Quran says in Surah Al-Balad la uqsimu bihadhal balad wa anta hillum bihadhal balad I swear by this city Makkah not for any other reason only for the sake of your presence in this city this is another exclusive attribute of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam then there is another attribute A special attribute that here was that Allah swears by His life. The next attribute is that Allah swears by His city. Another attribute is that Allah swears at forty places in Holy Quran just for sake of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and for the sake of His station. I have written a book in Arabic. كشف الغطاء في معرفة الأقسام للمصطفى. And I have quoted forty verses of Holy Quran where Almighty Allah has sworn for Holy Prophet for His sake. And He says, "Wadduha walayli ida saja." Almighty Allah swears for the sake of Holy Prophet. Wadduha 
Malayli is asaja by the growing morning bright when the sun gains height and spreads its radiance. And another meaning based on hint is, Oh my esteemed beloved, I swear by your holy face, glowing like the growing morning bright and radiant face whose effulgence has illuminated the dark souls. Malayli is asaja. By the growing sunshine after that, by the night when it covers up, I swear by the night when it covers up, and other meaning is that, oh my beloved and esteemed prophet, I swear by your fragrant tresses spread like sprawling murky night over your divinely fulgent face and shoulders. And I swear by the veil of your essence that is keeping under layered covers your real nucleus of radiance like the dark night when it is enveloped. Ma vaddaka rabbuka wa ma kala. After all these oaths, Allah says, ever since he has chosen you, your Lord has not forsaken you, nor is he displeased with you. So in order to mention the highly esteemed station of Holy Prophet wasallam, Almighty Allah has sworn of various things. Then it is stated, Noon wal qalami wa ma yasturun. Another place, that is Surah Al Qalam. Noon wal qalami wa ma yasturun wa anta bi ni'mati rabbika bi majnoon. Noon, by the pen and by that subject which the angels write down, O esteemed beloved, by the grace of your Lord, you are not at all insane. Whenever Almighty Allah defends his beloved prophet, he starts his defense through an oath, through swearing. Then says, Ya seen wal Quran al Hakim, inna ka lamin al Mursaleen. After swearing, he says, You are among the messengers. Otherwise, he would have declared the exact fact which he wanted to declare without swearing. He doesn't need any swearing. But still, in order to give him the esteemed, it raised the esteemed station of Holy Prophet whenever he wants to defend the position of his beloved Prophet, he starts from swearing. And this is an exclusive attribute of Prophet Then another attribute is that whenever in Holy Quran, Almighty Allah addresses Holy Prophet he never addresses him by name. Although Holy Prophet is his servant, is his messenger, is his prophet created by him and he is the Lord, he is the creator, he can address anyone amongst his creature in any way, whatever he wants. There is no impediment on it. But look at his love. Look at how he trains us for the reverence. Look at his habit, how he trains us for the love and respect that he never addresses his beloved Prophet with name. Let us have a comparative study 
when he addresses Sayyidina Adam in Quran, he says, Ya Adam uskun anta wazawjukal jannah. Oh Adam. When he wants to address Sayyidina Nuh, he says, Ya Nuh uhbit bisalamim minna. When he wants to address Sayyidina Ibrahim, he says, Ya Ibrahim qad saddaqtar ru'ya. When he wants to address Sayyidina Musa, he says, Ya Musa, inni anallah. When he wants to address Sayyidina Dawood, he says, Ya Dawood, inna ja'alnaaka khalifatan fil ard. When he wants to address Sayyidina Zakaria, he says, Ya Zakaria, inna nubashiruka bi ghulamin ismuhu Yahya. When he wants to address Sayyidina Yahya, he says, Ya Yahya, khuzil kitaba bi quwwah. When he wants to address Sayyidina Isa, he says, Ya Isa ibn Maryam, you see, everywhere, whenever he wants to address any prophet or any messenger, he doesn't hesitate. He calls them with the name because he is the Lord. But whenever he wants to call the Holy Prophet Muhammad right from Alhamd to Vannas, he never calls Holy Prophet Muhammad with his name. Look at the Quran. He says, Ya ayyuhar rasool, ballig maunzil ilaykam mir rabbik. Oh my beloved messenger, communicate the message which I have revealed to you. He does not say, Ya Muhammad, ballig maunzil ilaykam mir rabbik. As he have addressed every, every messenger and every prophet. He says, Ya ayyuhar rasool. He says, Ya ayyuhar rasool, la yahzunukal lazina yusariuna fil kufr. O Rasul, O Messenger, don't get grieved on the, on the reaction of the people or those who are non-believers. When he wants to address him, he says, Ya ayyuhan nabiyyo, hasbukallah. O my beloved Prophet, your Allah is enough for you. He never says, O Muhammad, Allah is enough for you, as he has been addressing other, mess, other prophets. Whenever he wants to address, sometimes he addresses him with titles of love. Ya ayyuhal muddassir. When Holy Prophet sleeps and puts the quilt on him, he says, Ya ayyuhal muddassir uqum fa'anzir. When he sleeps, having mental on him, he says, Ya ayyuhal muzzammil uqum illa qalila. So when he wants to address the beloved Prophet, he addresses him with titles. And when he had want to advance to address other prophets and messengers, he addresses them with the names. This is an exclusive and peculiar attribute of Holy Prophet Then another attribute of Holy Prophet is that, you know, he was raised at the end as the last prophet. Whenever he mentions the names of prophet together, the names of various prophets and names of various messengers together and he includes holy prophet name also with those names although he was raised afterwards but in spite of this fact when he wants to name together he names holy prophet firstly and then he names other prophets he stated wa ibrahim wa musa wa isa ibn maryam wa khazna minhum misaqan ghaliza then we took the covenant from you 
and from nu and from ibrahim and from musa and and from isa although nu was the first of the messengers then were then was sidna ibrahim then came musa and then came isa the five great messengers ulul azm five rasul so he would have started from the name of nu and ibrahim and musa and isa and then prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam but no he changes the order all the four messengers ibrahim musa nu ibrahim musa and isa their names remain in the same sequence in the name same order the order in which they were raised but he put holy prophet muhammad name before everyone and then holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam another very significant and peculiar attribute of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that wherever almighty allah declares him his noor his light in holy quran stating qad ja'akum min allah nurum wa kitabum mubin two things have been sent to you one the noor other the kitab the book noor is prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the book is holy quran ya ayuhan nabiyyu inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashshiran wa nadira wa da'iyan ila allah bi'iznihi wa sirajan munira the illuminating sun then another distinctive attribute of holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that almighty allah continuously keeps on sending darood and salam on holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam sending his peace and solitude saying inna allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi indeed allah and his messenger and his angels keep on sending salat on you o my beloved prophet and then he invites us to join allah and his angels in sending salat on holy prophet and salam ya ayyuhallazina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa maulana muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa barik wa sallam and then another attribute is al isra wal miraj whenever he wanted to bless on any messenger and prophet this kind of blessing sayyidina musa alaihi salam was the highest he, in this matter so he was invited on the top of tur a mountain and he spoke to him on a mountain but none of them was raised high beyond this material universe and material world up to the heavens in nearness of almighty allah up to the muqam qaba qawsain aw adna this exclusive blessing were sent on holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he stated subhanallazi asra bi abdihi laylan min al masjid al haram ila al masjid al aqsa allazi barakna hawlahu li nuriyahu min ayatina innahu was samiul basir so he was bodily as well as spiritually taken from masjid al haram to masjid al aqsa and from masjid al aqsa to sidrat al muntaha and from sidrat al muntaha to qaba qawsain aw adna he was taken spiritually as well as bodily and it is stated in quran surah an najm wan najmi iza hawa ma dalla sahibukum wa ma ghaba wa ma yantiku anil hawa in huwa illa wahyun yuha and then in the next he says 
which Holy Prophet was conferred upon the night of Miraj was the Ru'yatullah, was the vision of Almighty Allah. When Sayyidina Musa Islam wants to see him, he requests, Rabbi Arani, Anzur Ilaik, and he replies, Lantarani, you can't see me. On the request of Sayyidina Musa Islam, he replies, you can't see me. Lantarani, O Moses, you can't see me. Here is a request and the reply is you can't see me. But there is no request on behalf of Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is sleeping and Jibreel Amin is sent to call him. And he takes him to Sidratul Muntaha after leading the prayer of the prophets in Baitul Maqdis. And when he goes up to the heights of Sidratul Muntaha, then there a place comes of La Makkah where Sayyidina Jibreel is unable to go forward. Then Holy Prophet is taken higher on rough, rough. And then a place comes where nobody from this world is able to accompany Holy Prophet Muhammad. Then he says, Thumma dana Then Almighty God himself comes to receive his beloved Prophet. And another important aspect, very important aspect is that if we see I have written a full very voluminous book of five to six hundred pages on Khasaisul Mustafa it's published if anybody wants to read in detail he can read another very significant aspect is that the nations the deniers they always used to criticize the, the prophets and messengers but the Sunnah of Almighty Allah was whenever any nation criticized any prophet or messenger, Almighty Allah revealed to the messengers and prophets and asked the prophets to give an effective reply to them. So the prophets themselves used to reply the deniers and the criticizers. For example, the nation of Sayyidina Nuh al-Islam state said, Inna lana fi dalalim mubeen. O Nuh, we see you misguided. The people of his nation, they said, O Nuh, we see you misguided. So Almighty Allah asked Sayyidina Nuh al-Islam to respond to them. If the criticism was made by the nation, the answer, the rejection, the defense was made by the Prophet himself under the command of Almighty Allah. So Sayyidina Nuh al-Islam said, Ya qawme laysa bi dalala. O my nation, I am not in misguidance. I am not misguided. The people criticized on Sayyidina Hud and said, Inna lanaraka fi safaha. O Hud, we see you insane, mazallah. We see you in condition of insanity. Under the divine revelation of Almighty Allah, Sayyidina Hud himself responded 
to the criticizers saying ya qaum me laysa bi safaa oh my qaum i am not an insane person the prophet said i am not an insane person firaun he said to sidna musa alai salam oh musa i see that you have been influenced by magic you are under the influence of magic in reply and rebuttal of this criticism sayyidina musa alaihi salam stated wa inni la azunnu ka ya firaun masbura o firaun by criticizing me and my prophethood you have committed a fatal act and i am not a person under influence of magic so if there was any criticism by the nation the answer and rebuttal and defense was always given by the prophet himself under the divine guidance of almighty allah this was the sunnah of holy prophet sunnah of the prophets and messengers and sunnah of allah and there are many other examples in holy quran i have given you four five six examples now coming to the matter of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam the same act was performed by the deniers of holy prophet's nation in makka the non believers they said ya ayyuhallazi nuzzila alayhi dhikru innaka la majnun the kufar of makka said o muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam azallah you are an insane person this was a criticism made by non believers of makka almighty allah said o my beloved prophet if there is any criticism on you every prophet and messenger was commanded to reply on his own under my divine guidance but if there is any criticism on you you are not allowed to reply and defend on your own if there is any criticism for your enemies i am here to reply on your behalf criticism so whenever any criticism was made by the kuffar the defense and the rebuttal was given by almighty allah and never by holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam look at the difference the the, the kuffar they said a inna latariku alihatina li sha'irin majnoon they said oh muhammad you are a poet they said you are majnoon insane quran said allah said ma anta bi ni'mati rabbika majnoon you are not an insane they said you are a shair a poet whatever you bring in the form of quran this is nothing but poetry you are a poet quran tells us that almighty allah replied and rebutted he said wama allamnahu shair oh liars you are lying he is not a poet and we have not taught him any kind of poetry allah replied on holy prophet's behalf the the non believer said laula nuzzila alayhi alquran jumlatan wahida why the whole quran was not revealed on muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam just in one stance just in one day as a one sentence why the whole quran was not revealed on him and why it is being revealed in 23 years this was a criticism an objection almighty allah responded saying kazalika linusabbita bihi fuadak warattallahu tartila oh my beloved prophet we have not revealed quran in a single day but we decided to reveal quran on to you in 23 years so that after revelation 
every revolution your heart may gain more and more strength and you become strong in the battle of the kuffar even some of the kuffar a lady or some other kuffar non believers of makka they said when there was a gap of quranic revolution on holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam for a couple of months sayyidna jibril did not reveal allah almighty allah did not reveal quranic revolution for a couple of months some mosirin say just for 40 days when quran was not revealed the revolution did not came so some people said that allah has become angry with prophet muhammad and he has left his prophet muhammad that's why now there is no more revolution on him this was a silly criticism by the non believers almighty allah said oh my prophet you are not supposed to answer i would say he said wa duha wal layl iza saja ma wadda ka rabbu ka wa ma kala neither your lord is angry with you and nor he has left you they are the liars since i have chosen you since i have made you my beloved since that day i have neither left you and i am not angry with you some of the non believers said when no male child was alive all sons who were born when they died some of the non believers they said criticizing holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that holy prophet has become particularly asked when while or some other non believers various names come in the books of tafsir they said he has become now childless and his race has been cut off holy prophet muhammad has become childless and his race has been cut off this was an criticism on holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam almighty allah sent a full surah saying suratul kausar and allah rebutted saying inna shaniya ka huwa labtar oh my beloved prophet you are neither childless nor your race has been cut off instead of this your enemy would be childless and your enemy's race would be cut off and the world will see then till the day of judgment your nasl and your all from sayyida fatima will be spreaded in the whole world when holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam invited the people quraish of bakka and the leaders of quraish and gave them first message of islam first message of tauhid and unity abu jahal he said tabban laka alihaza jamatana it comes in sahih bukhari and sahih muslim muttafaq alai hadith he said mazallah perished be on you this is the reason you have invited us and gathered us the same word he used tabban lak almighty allah revealed a full surah saying tabbat yada abi lahabim watab perished be the two hands of abu jahab lahab and be he perished himself who is he to say these kind of bad words for my beloved prophet perished be the two hands of abu lahab and be perished himself who is he to criticize in these words on my beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so this was how almighty allah responded and defended his beloved prophet sallallahu taala alaihi wasallam then again 
coming to some uh, next important attributes of Holy Prophet which are related to the life hereafter in Barzakh and in Akhirah. One of them, again, one of them, Holy Prophet said, Hayati khairul lakum, wa wafati khairul lakum, turadu alayya a'malukum. Holy Prophet said, My apparent living among within you is better for you, and my demise would be better for you. That after my device, your each and every act would be placed before me. Each and every act is placed before me in this life and after my demise. Oh, each and every person of my ummah till the day of judgment, whatever you do is reported to me and your amal and acts are placed before me. So when I see your good acts, I praise Almighty Allah and become thankful. When I say your bad acts, then I ask for forgiveness from Almighty Allah for you. This is the exclusive attribute which was just conferred on Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then again, this attribute was also exclusive that every person who dies, and this was never shared by other prophets and messengers for their ummah, this is a blessing on Holy Prophet for his ummah that anyone who dies, whether Muslim or non-Muslim, there are three questions to be asked. One about Allah, one about the deen of Islam and the final mandatory question is asked, what do you know about Muhammad So the sabab and the azab, forgiveness and the punishment of the life hereafter is based on the answer whether a man can recognize and identify Prophet Muhammad or not. It is asked, It is asked, What do you say, what you have been saying in your life about my beloved Prophet Muhammad And question regarding the Prophet and Messenger was never asked by the old Umam about their prophets. Then another exclusive attribute given to Holy Prophet is that Holy Prophet said, Holy Prophet said that you should read as much as possible. You should read Salat on me on Fridays because the Friday is the day when all angels come to me and present all greetings of the Durud Salam in my presence. And anybody who sends Salat on me, his voice directly arrives to me. I hear the voice of the sender. And the companions ask, وَكُلْنَا وَبَعْدَ وَفَاتِكَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Even after your death, after your demise, Holy Prophet said, وَبَعْدَ وَفَاتِي Yes, after my demise, إِنَّ اللَّهَ هَرَّمَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ أَن تَعْكُلَ أَجْسَادَ Because Almighty Allah has prohibited the earth to eat up the bodies of the prophets. The prophets, their bodies also remain alive after their demise. It has been prohibited by Almighty Allah on the earth to eat up the bodies of prophets. So prophets remain bodily alive in their graves. 
then holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says again imam ahmad bin hanbal relates in al musnad and imam abu daud relates in sunan kitabul manasik holy prophet said ma min ahadin yusallimu alayya illa raddallahu alayya ruhi hatta arudda alayya salam if any muslim whether living in east or west he sends darood and salat and salam on me almighty allah has already returned my spirit back to my body and i respond and reciprocate the salam of every moment he answers the salam of every person so this is again an attribute in the same way holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam stated he stated abu huraira radhiyallahu ta'ala no he is the transmitter holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said sallu alayya فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ تَبْلُغُنِي حَيْثُ كُنْتُمْ صَلُّوا عَلَيَّ فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ تَبْلُغُنِي حَيْثُ كُنْتُمْ You should always keep on sending salat on me because your salat directly arrives to me. Directly arrives to me. تَبْلُغُنِي حَيْثُ مَا كُنْتُمْ Wherever you are, your salat directly arrives, reaches me. And Imam Sayyidina Ali Zainul Abidin he reports and he says and this hadith is mentioned by Abu Ya'la in Musnad he says fa inna taslimakum yablughuni aina ma kuntum that your salam reaches me wherever you are right from east to west your salam directly reaches me so this is an exclusive attribute of holy prophet that there are two channels of reaching of our salam to the presence of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam two ways one is through the angels one is through the angels holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said almighty allah has appointed thousands of angels and specifically an angel has been appointed in my presence any person from my ummah who reads salat and salam the angels report about his salam to me and report about his salat to me so one way established and correct way is that the salat and salam is is reaches to holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam through the angels this is one way and the other way is that every salat and salam directly reaches to holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam without mediation of the angels again another hadith which has been reported by imam abu ya'la in musnad holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said sallu alayya wa sallimu fa inna salatakum wa salamakum yablughuni aina ma kuntum you have to recite salat and salam on me because your salat reaches me directly as well as your salam and tasleem reaches me directly this is the direct reaching of salat and salam to holy prophet another way is indirect reaching through the angels again it is related haisama kuntum fasallu alayya fa inna salatakum tablughuni wherever you are keep on sending salat on me because your salat directly reaches me there then can be a question in your minds and in minds of many people then why if our salat and salam and our voices directly reach holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he directly listens to us and receives our salat and salam then what is the point of appointing the angels to report holy prophet about our salat why the angels have been 
appointed this is a question which anybody can have in his mind the answer is very easy very easy angel holy prophet directly receives the salat and salam from the ummah but at the same time for protocol of his presence for sake of protocol angels have also been appointed to place the copies and records of salat and salam similarly as almighty allah directly has the knowledge of our acts good deeds or bad deeds but the angels have been appointed to inform almighty allah and they appear with the record the appearance of the record through angels does not mean that allah himself does not know the channel of angels does not negate the knowledge of almighty allah direct knowledge in the same way channel of angels does not negate the direct listening of holy prophet about our salams then there is another exclusive attribute of holy prophet holy prophet said inni ara ma la tarawna wa asma'u ma la tasma'un this hadith is related in tirmizi al jami as sahih holy prophet said that i see with my eyes many things which you can't see with your eyes and i listen with my ear lot many things which you can never listen with your eyes so this was again a another attribute conferred on holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and another attribute mentioned by holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself holy prophet said fawallazi nafsi biyadihi inni la araakum min khalfi kama araakum min bain yadayya holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said oh companions wallah i swear by almighty god i see from my back in the same way as i see in front of myself then holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam stated inna allah zawali al ard faraitu mashariqaha wa magharibaha holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam stated this in this hadith is sahih that almighty allah has placed the east of the world and the west of the world in front of me and i have seen the east and west of the whole world with my own eyes then another exclusive attribute conferred on holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that he has been granted with al muqamul mahmud granted by al muqamul mahmud and al muqamul mahmud there are many meanings has been done in case of al muqamul mahmud it has been interpreted in multifarious ways and one of one meaning is al shafaa one is al shafaatul uzma one is al shafaatul amma there are many meanings of muqamul mahmud and one strange meaning which i am go- going to quote the meaning of the word al muqamul mahmud asa an yabasa ka rabbuka muqaman mahmuda along with other meanings of intercession of shafaat one meaning is that almighty allah will raise you and make you sit or stand at the place which would be known as al muqamul mahmud so my dear brothers and sisters and sons and daughters what would be the muqamul mahmud in the day of judgment so this new meaning is reported by abdullah ibn abbas annahu qala fi qawli allah ta'ala asa an yabasa ka rabbuka maqaman mahmuda qala yujlisuhu 
The same meaning has been reported by another companion, Abdullah bin Salam, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. He says, قَالَ إِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ جِئَ بِنَبِيِّكُمْ فَأُقْئِدَ بَيْنَ يَدَجِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ عَلَىٰ كُرْسِيِّهِ عَلَىٰ كُرْسِيِّهِ This is Al-Muqam Al-Mahmood that on the Day of Judgment, Almighty Allah will make Holy Prophet sit on the chair, right side of Almighty Allah's chair. On the arsh. There would be two chairs on the arsh on the day of judgment. One chair for the president of the day of judgment. That is Almighty Allah, the owner and the Lord. Other chair would be the, for the chief guest. And chief guest would be the Prophet Muhammad And this is the meaning given by Abdullah ibn Umar. And the same meaning by Abu Jafar Muhammad bin Mus'ab. And same meaning by Salm bin Jafar al-Bakrawi. Same meanings by Muhammad bin Ahmad bin Wasil and same meaning by Imam Abu Dawood As-Sajistani Sahib Sunan and same meaning by Abu Bakr Yahya bin Abi Talib same meanings by Abu Bakr bin Hamad Al-Mukri same meanings by Abu Jafar Al-Daqiqi same meaning by Abbas Al-Dawri same meaning by Ishaq by Abdul Wahab Al-Warraq by Imam Ibrahim Al-Aswahani by Hamadan bin Ali by Haroun bin Maruf by Muhammad bin Ismail al-Sulami by Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal just imagine this would be the position of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day of judgment another important exclusive attribute conferred of Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was and is which was never conferred on the prophets and messengers except Holy Prophet and that was that Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he was granted by Almighty Allah with a special blessing. And Almighty Allah promised with Holy Prophet that, Oh, my beloved Prophet, there would be 70,000 people from your Ummah. They will enter the garden of paradise. They will enter the Jannah without any answerability and question. Bighayr al-Hisab. 70,000 people from your Ummah they will enter the Jannah without answerability, without any questioning. It is reported by Sa'al bin Sa'ad, Sa'idi radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and this hadith comes in Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim, hadith is muttafaq alayhi. Holy Prophet said, لَيَدْخُلَنَّ الْجَنَّةَ مِنْ أُمَّتِي سَبْعُونَ أَلْفًا أَوْ سَبْعُمَيَةِ أَلْفًا Holy Prophet said, either 70,000 people from my ummah will go directly to the paradise, to the Jannah without questioning. Or 700,000 people will go to Jannah without any question. 700,000 people. This is Hadith of Sahih Muslim. Hadith is Sahih. And there is no dispute on its being Sahih. The same is reported by Imam Bukhari and reported by Imam Muslim and Imam Ahmad. So there is no question of challenging the correctness of this hadith and soundness of hadith. 
so holy prophet said again reported by abu huraira radiyallahu ta'ala yadkhulu al jannata min ummati zumratun hum sab'una alfa tudiyu wujuhum idat al qamar laylatan laylat al badr 70000 people from my ummah this would be the awliya awliya this station was granted and is granted to the awliya of the ummah of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam which were never granted to the ummah of any prophet the 70000 amongst the ummah of holy prophet will go to the jannah without questioning of the day of judgment and holy prophet say their faces would illuminating the you could be the you could be able to see the light on their faces as you can see the moon shining on the 14th of night of every month <laughs> this is the first blessing regarding the intercession would be granted then another further extension then holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says abu umama radiyallahu ta'ala no relates qala samaytu rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam i mentioned first lot many ahadith from bukhari and muslim where it is mentioned that 70000 people will go to the jannah directly without any questioning of the day of judgment now next extension to this number holy prophet said 70000 people will go to jannah without questioning and with every thousand there would be another 70000 would be with another every thousand yaqulu wa'adani rabbi almighty allah has promised with me an yudkhil al-jannata min ummati sabina alfa la hisaba alayhim wala azab wa ma'a kulli alfin sab'una alfa hadith is sahih holy prophet said this is allah's promise with me there 70000 awliya and saints and the pious people of my ummah would go to jannah directly without questioning and every 1000 every 1000 from their 70000 would be granted the intercession that every 1000 will take another 70000 with them to the jannah without any questioning of the day of judgment initially the number would be 70000 of awliya and the saints and the pious people who would go direct to jannah without questioning of the day of judgment this would be the initial number then every 1000 from this 70000 every 1000 will take another 70000 with them every 1000 will take 70000 next 1000 will take another 70000 just imagine what would be the number this is the spiritual station of holy prophet and allah's blessing in the form of the awliya of the ummah of holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam then after mentioning this extension then comes a third level of extension and this hadith is reported which i am going to quote now my dear sons and daughters and dear brothers and sisters and respectable guests then third extension was granted to holy prophet the first blessing was entrance of 70000 saints and pious people without questioning of the day of judgment then there was extension that every 1000 was enabled to take 70000 with it as intercession without questioning now another extension was granted to holy prophet 
sallallahu alaihi wasallam and this hadith which i am going to quote now has been related by sayyidina abu bakr as-siddiq radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu and imam hafiz ibn kaseer has quoted all these hadith in tafsir ibn kaseer and this hadith has been related by imam ahmad bin hanbal in musnad the imam of allama ibn taymiyah the imam of allama ibn khudama the imam of allama ibn ibn kaseer the imam of allama ibn alqayyim the imam of sheikh muhammad bin abdul wahab al najdi and the imam of all saudi ulama and scholars imam ahmad bin hanbal and of course our imam an imam of the ummah ahmad bin hanbal relates in al musnad and imam abu ya'la relates in al musnad an abi bakr in as siddiq radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu qala qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam utitu sabina alfan yadkhulun al jannah bi ghayri hisab wujuhuhum kal qamar laylatul badr holy prophet said this was the first stance that this was a promise of almighty allah with me then 70000 pious people from my umma will go directly to the jannah without questioning fast tazabtu rabbi i asked and requested almighty allah please increase the number for me please increase the number for my umma fazadani ma kulli wahidin sabin alfa so almighty allah promised oh my beloved muhammad if you have asked for further extension listen to me i promise with you that 70000 pious people of your ummah with go to jannah directly without questioning of the day of judgment and amongst those 70000 people each every single person among 70000 would be possessing this station that every single person will take another 70000 people with him on basis of intercession now now this is not the matter that every 1000 will take 70000 now this is further extension for holy prophet and this is his esteemed station that every single person of 70000 would be enabled to take another 70000 people with him without any kind of questioning of the day of judgment this is the status and station of the saints and awliya and salihin of the holy prophet's ummah then same words sidna umar radhiyallahu ta'ala no asked when holy prophet told them that almighty allah has promised me inna rabbi atani sabin alfan min ummati yadkhulun al-jannah bi ghayri hisab that this is the promise of almighty allah with me that 70000 mil people go to jannah without questioning of the day of judgment sayyidna umar said ya rasul allah fahallast zattahu sayyidna umar asked ya rasul allah you did not ask for increasing the number you didn't ask almighty allah to increase the number holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said qala qadist zattahu Umar I have already asked for extension of the number so what was the answer holy prophet said fa'atani ma kulli rajulin sabin alfa so on my request almighty allah has given me another promise that my beloved prophet each every single person from the 70000 will be able to take another 70000 people with him this would be the shafaat of awliya and again the same hadith has been reported by hazrat anas ibn malik too 
ہی سیز انس ابن مالک کالا یدخل الجنہ من امتی سبون الفا وین دا کمپینینز ہرڈ دس بلیسنگز اینڈ گڈ نیوز دے سیڈ کالو زدنا یا رسول اللہ یا رسول اللہ پلیز انکریز دا نمبر فور اس کمپینینز ریکویسٹڈ یا رسول اللہ پلیز انکریز دا نمبر فور اس دین ہولی پروفیٹ سیڈ لسن ٹو می او مائی کمپینینز کال علی کل رجل ان سبون الفا ود ایوری سنگل پرسن دیر وڈ بی انادر سیونٹی تھاؤزنڈ گوئنگ ٹو جنہ سو دیز ور ڈیفرنٹ ایٹریبیوٹس ایکسکلوسیولی اینڈ ڈسٹنگٹولی کنفرڈ آن ہولی پروفٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وسلم وچ ور نیور ایور شیئرڈ بائی اینی پروفٹ اور اینی میسنجر I have just mentioned some of them and there are hundreds of others these kind of attributes I have given you just a few examples of the exclusive attributes of Holy Prophet so that you may imagine the esteemed station of Holy Prophet how much beloved Holy Prophet is in the eyes of Almighty Allah and how much fortunate are you and we that we belong to the ummah of beloved prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so he has been doing such a big effort for us and asking almighty allah during the nights that oh almighty allah increase the number for my ummah so that maximum number of my ummah may be able to go to jannah without questioning he has been invoking supplications for us in the darkness of nights And now we have to take account of our own acts. How much we are the true followers of Holy Prophet. How much we are taking care of the love, obedience and loyalty to Holy Prophet. I hope this good news should change pattern and style of our life for future. Allah may bless you with his divine mercy, favors and blessing. وَمَا عَلَيْنَا إِلَّا الْبَلَاقِ Every time I am troubled by a storm of burden in my life Every time I am troubled by a storm of burden in my life When it alleviates my pain, Habibi Ya Rasulullah When it alleviates my pain, Habibi Ya Rasulullah Habibi Ya